0: Another round of applause for our kids, they did an awesome job. So proud of them. And uh, I've had the ability to be part of VBS for the past three years and it's been amazing. Uh, just to be able to come together as a church and to see all the, I mean so many people putting in so much time. Um, and I want to give a round of applause just to all of our volunteers at VBS one more time. Uh, just pouring themselves out and um, you know it's been amazing just to see the impact that this is having. When you look at these kids and you see just the, the kinds of lessons that they're learning, to see them getting to know God little by little and see their faces light up at these different lessons. And it's been a great theme that we've had uh, at VBS, uh, life is wild, God is good, and we've seen many different applications of this and through the different days. You know, we learned that, you know, when life is unfair, God is good. That's right. Thank you. Our our friend the rhino helped us understand that. Um, And then, you know, when life is scary, God is good. Okay, you're getting the hang of it. Yeah. You know, when, when life changes, God is good. How many of us have had changes in our life, right? We can all relate to that. You know, also, you know, when life is sad. God is good. You know, I know that we all experience sadness in many different ways. You know, a good good friend of mine, Matthew Encarnacion, just lost his grandma last week. And I'm just thinking about him and praying for him. But we all experience loss and sadness and difficulty in life. But no matter what, God is good. And then, you know, also when life is good. God is good. And so this is just amazing lessons that I think we all can be reminded of, right? Because life constantly is throwing things at us. And it's important for kids to understand that, that even in those times that God is good. But I think it's also so important for us to be constantly reminded that God is always good in our lives. And even, you know, these songs that we sang. Today. You know, the first one, that I'm trusting in you. Wherever you lead me, I'm gonna follow. Even when life is crazy, I'm trusting in you, God. We need that reminder sometimes, don't we? You know, in that second one, there's a whole lot of change coming your way. Because, like it or not, nothing stays the same. The longer you live, the more you understand that, right? Just over and over again. And then, obviously, that last one that we sang leaning on the everlasting arms. And so just briefly before we take communion, I just wanna expand on this idea and just understand this and reflect on what it really means to lean on the everlasting arms. How many of us are leaning on the everlasting arms of Jesus right now? Okay, I appreciate that, right? Those of us who made that decision to say Jesus is Lord and to follow him, that's what we believe, that's what we're doing. That even though life is overwhelming and we're stressed out, that we can always lean on Jesus, on his everlasting arms. But, you know, I want to ask us a question. I want us to all ask ourselves, what are you leaning on? What am I leaning on? Because in this life, in this world that we live in, we know that we're tempted to lean on a lot of things. And the world is constantly putting things in our path, in our minds, in our eyes, just to see, hey, you know, you can lean on this instead. You know, you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed out or like you really need help. Let's put some things in our path. And, and so we know, we know what these things are, right? This is a big one, right? How many of us are tempted to lean on money sometimes, right? To, to lean on financial security, you know, to understand like, oh man, if I could just make a little bit more. If I could just have this kind of lifestyle, if I can go after these things and and have these things, then when I'm stressed out, I can just lean on that. I can rely on that number in my bank account or or whatever it is. I can rely on my house. I can, you know, look at these, even just, you know, home improvement projects, things that we, oh, man, I can spend money on this and this, and that will make me happy. All right, this is a constant struggle, especially in this country that we live in where we have a lot. And we tend to just want more and more and more. You know, I think about other things, just on a smaller scale, you know, just entertainment. Right? We can be tempted to lean on entertainment and things like that, and on, on media and on movies and music, to where we're, we're stressed out at the end of a long day. And we're just like, man, I, I just need something just to kind of take the edge off, just to relax, to kind of forget, to kind of escape and disengage. And we go to Netflix or we go to whatever just to kind of unwind because we need to cope with something. And so we turn to these things. You know, a lot of us get bored with our life, right? Especially teens in the summertime, right? It's already setting in, it like just started. But yet yeah, we can feel like, man, and, and we can just binge, right? We can just go, whether it's on our phones Whether it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we can just pour ourselves, our energy, our our enjoyment, our delight. We're like, oh, and we we get wrapped up in this. And suddenly we realize, man, I'm leaning on these things that aren't even real, that are just kind of portrayals of things. And and again, with money, you know, God gives us these things, right? And and on one level, we rely on them because we have to eat. We got to pay the bills. We got to have a roof over our head. And that's good. God gives us these things but we can get fixated on the things instead of the one who gives them, right? And, and then suddenly we're so wrapped up in the thing itself, which is just a tool that's given to us by the source of everything that is good in our life. And if we can just get our minds right, we can enjoy these things, right? Like, like money or like entertainment and put them in their right place in our lives and really have God at the focus, understanding that all these things, they're not everlasting, Right, And they're going to disappoint us. And they're not always good. But God is good all the time, no matter what. And then the last thing I want to talk about is people. All right, Because God puts people in our lives, and we are so grateful. Right, So many of us have these relationships that are constantly helping us through. We can get advice. We can get support. We love our families. We love our friends. And yet people also can start to be the thing that we're leaning on the most. Where if we have a problem, we don't go to God. First, we want to call someone. We got, oh, I just got to go talk to this person. And we put strain on our relationships, don't we? And suddenly, you know, whether it's our spouse or our friends or our boyfriend, girlfriend, our significant others, you know, we put too much on them. We're leaning on these people instead of on the everlasting arms of Jesus. And I think that's true for individuals in our lives, but also institutions in our lives, right? Groups of people. Right? Because we have to have this amazing group of friends or even, even the church. We can put the church in the wrong place on our totem pole, so to speak. Right, Where it's like we got to have the program to be just like this. Or we have to have this or that small group to really meet my needs. And we forget that the one who really meets our needs is our God in heaven. And so I think it's important to just remember, man, when there's problems with people, like that's to be expected. Right? Because people are not always good. But every time in our life, God is good. And so it makes you think of this scripture in Job chapter 8. It says, such is the destiny of all who forget God. So perishes the hope of the godless. What they trust in is fragile. What they rely on is a spider's web. They lean on the web. There's that word again but it gives way. They cling to it, but it does not hold. I think we've all experienced this, right? When we're leaning on the wrong things, they can't support us. They can't sustain us. They might give us a short-lived, temporary, you know, just sustenance or or just make us feel good for a little bit, but we know that they're going to fail us. You would never look at a spider's web and say, I'm going to rely on that. I'm going to lean on that. It's a structure. It's there. But that's not for us. And to understand that it's only when we lean on the everlasting arms of Jesus, the one who is good all the time, when life is crazy, when life is unfair, God is good. And that's what I want us to remember as we take communion today, to lean on the everlasting arms. You know, this scripture, I love it. 1 Peter 1 Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. Let's all remember that it's through Jesus. Those of us who have made that decision and those of us who are still thinking about it, that it's through his life, through imitating him, that we can have true Fulfillment, true sustenance, that when we rely on God in prayer and we go to him first and foremost, that he's going to take care of us, that we don't need to worry. And it's, it's so much more than just this life, right? Because that inheritance, that living hope, that eternal life is in store for all of us if we choose to lean on the everlasting arms of Jesus. Let's pray. God, we are so thankful For the things that you teach us. God, you teach us in so many different ways. You teach us through each other. You teach us through children. God, you teach us through your word. God, through our lives, through your spirit. And we're so thankful that we learn so much from you, that you take care of us no matter what. God, I pray that we're grateful for the things that you give us and the people that you give us. But that we always understand that you are the gift giver. God, that you are the one meeting our needs constantly. Help us not to get fixated on the created things rather than you, the creator. God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the living hope, for the inheritance that will never spoil or fade. As we take communion and as we take these very real reminders of what he did for us, help us to remember what his sacrifice means. God, that through you, we can always lean on the everlasting arms. We love you.